Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. My goodness, we have so much to talk about today. Uh, I just want to say right off the bat, I was supposed to have a brand new interview for you this week with another great content creator. Um, She's one of those guests that walks that fine line between, yes, being very artsy-fartsy, but not quite being an immigrant. However, she has, you know, immigrated parents, so she's a, a real mishmash of people who have moved abroad, who have created her and thus her artsy fartsiness. So it was like a perfect little opportunity uh, to get um, this amazing content creator, Laura Ramosa. Ramoso? Ramosa? I have to make sure I get that right when I interview her. Uh, but she was supposed to be on this week. However, uh, she had to unfortunately reschedule due to some scheduling issues. Um, nothing bad. She just got, you know, uh, she got a gig. She can't turn it down. Uh, I wouldn't want her to in the first place. I completely support that. So we're just trying to figure out a new date for now. So it might be a couple more weeks before we get her uh, on the show, but everything's still uh, on lock. So nothing to worry about. Um, We do have a few more guests I'm trying to get booked right now. Uh, Last week we had the amazing Brittany Elaine on the show. So if you are um, interested in hearing that, if you haven't checked out that interview or, um, you know, just conversation with Brittany, she's a really talented, uh, funny, sweet American, like a very sweet, giving, uh, caring person. She's an American uh, woman married to a German living up in a town uh, outside of um, Hanover. And uh, we're also going to get, let me make sure I get this name right. We're going to get a few more people on the show that if you are someone who watches my social media, you're probably going to know who these people are. Uh, we're gonna. I'm also finding dates for Hannah Teslin. Uh, Hannah Teslin is a Canadian. She's lived in Hamburg for a long time. Um, she's uh, currently gone back to Canada for a, for a short visit. She's going to be gone for a few months. But I think we're still just going to make that interview work abroad. Uh, so I'm going to try and find some dates for her soon. The thing is, uh, I, w- I would love to get everyone on like back-to-back weeks right now because I really enjoy these conversations. But man, this week and next week are so loaded with things. We're going to get into all of that. It's so busy that I haven't really had a chance to get anybody on as a replacement for Laura this week. Ramoso, Ramoso. Uh, and then also uh, content creators. I believe it's a German and an American combo. Their um, social media name is Calvin and Habs. But I guess they you mean Hobbs, like German would say, like Ich habe... Calvin and Hobbes, um, you know, obviously making a, a joke on the famous cartoon, Calvin and Hobbes. Um, they're a very funny duo, very successful, millions of views, guys. They, you know, do a great duo comedy of a German and American clashing. Right now they're in New York City, so they're doing a lot of content based around um, people misunderstanding the rules, you know, uh, from the American perspective. As, an, as a German there, you know, they do a lot of different things too, not just things about being an immigrant. But um, a lot of funny stuff, very nice guys. They reached out to me um, about maybe doing a collaboration on a video. And um, for now, all I can really offer is doing the podcast, which I'm excited to do because I want to get to know these people. 
Um, hopefully I can make it up to New York one day. There's a lot of people I want to see if I can go up to New York and definitely they would be one pair. Uh, shout out to, speaking of New York, shout out to Mr. Mobat, the, um, you know, not so frequent co-host of this show these days. He is currently in New York. Um, also a big shout out to the, uh, genius and good friend of mine who created the uh, theme song for this podcast, which you just heard, uh, Tom Yanks, um, good friend of mine, his real name's Matt, and um, he, I put them in touch together because Matt was coincidentally at the same time traveling uh, over to Amsterdam, just like he got there just a few days after I left, which is so unfair. I would love to have seen him. Um, I haven't seen Matt in Germany since June of twenty. 21. Uh, but I did get to see him at my friend Bruno's wedding when I went to New Orleans um, back in, yeah, early spring of this year. But I put them in touch because Matt lives in New York and he was traveling out. So Mo had a great place to stay. Um, if you don't know Tom Yanks' music, you should check out his Spotify. He just dropped out, he just uh, dropped some uh, new songs recently. And if you want to hear a collaboration between me and Tom Yanks, we have a song together. Um, called Waiting for Love that's uh, available everywhere Jordan Prince, Tom Yanks so go check it out if you don't know it if you know my music it's a very different uh, path, very different turn from the things that I normally do so I, I love doing things like that too he's a great great guy so whew, I feel like I'm already out of breath and there's so many things to talk about today um, it's a busy week like I said there's Film Fest things coming up uh, I just wanted to get the guest situation right off the bat. So a lot of great people to talk to. There's also um, Irishman in Germany, another great content creator. And uh, of course, I think for me, um, I, I want to talk to all these people, but a, a great sort of golden goose would be to get um, the two most popular creators uh, based in Germany on the show. But I don't know how easy that's going to be. You know, when you get into like the millions of followers, it's very hard to actually contact the person. Um, Uyen, who we talked about uh, on the Brittany Elaine interview, um, she's, you know, she's really funny, really, really funny, really original, heartfelt content, uh, speaks a lot from her, um, you know, through her lens, and um, very hard to get in contact with, you know, there's like a um, third party email, you know, for, forum, like, if, you know, there's a whole like contact form thing that's hosted by a third party to even get a message out there. So I don't know if she's ever even going to see, you know, the messages. Um, and then the other guy would be Liam Carp. So I've also contacted through Instagram, but you know, when you get like, he's got like, you know, I don't know, Instagram, it's over a million, you know, YouTube, it's crazy. Half a million. That's enormous for YouTube. That's such a, such a good goal to work towards. Again, I don't know if they'll ever see those. So maybe it's going to have to be, you know, through word of mouth or through people like you guys just tagging them you know, into uh, like, hey, you should do artsy fartsy or, you know, Jordan Prince wants to wants to talk with you. You know, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I haven't checked in a while how many new listeners we have on the on the reg here on artsy fartsy. Um, but for those who have come here from my video content, I thank you. And maybe we can get these great creators on the show. That would be a lot of fun. So again, go check out Brittany Elaine's interview from last week. And soon we'll have Laura Ramoso and Hannah Teslin and Calvin and Hobbs and Irishman in Germany and not to forget Austrian Kiwi. Uh, Johnny from Austrian Kiwi will be on the show in early July. So just a couple of weeks should be pretty cool. 
All right, so some updates. Um, so the major international news organization, Deutsche Welle, <laughs> uh, has a great social media channel, sort of a, a split off from their main news channel um, that is more society and culture, and it's called Meet the Germans. And uh, let me just make, make a little note here. Um, I saw a video from Deutsche Welle Meet the Germans. It's like DW underscore Meet the Germans is their channel. I saw a video from them. I thought it was funny, interesting. Um, I like the host, this this uh, English woman, Rachel. She had, you know, a good angle. Um, approachable humor, you know, nothing like too niche that would require, you know... I feel, I mean, and who cares even if it is niche? I feel like my stuff is super, super niche and somehow it's doing well. But um, anyway, despite what it is, it's, I think it's good. And I, I, I love Deutsche Welle. It's like, you know, you can really get good German, not just German news, but worldwide news in English. And that's my main go-to like app for, you know, I like German news. It's very clear. It's, um, of all the things I mock in Germany, the news, um, you know, I, Maybe I'm not educated enough or as present enough in society to see the flaws it might have, but compared to American news sources, I'm very happy for it because it's very clear. It's very neutral, I feel like. I think it legally has to be quite neutral. It's just the facts of like, this happened. Um, and then they, if they have opinion pieces or personalities who want to share things, then it's very like you know, legally and blatantly posted as like, this is an opinion piece. Um, at least that's what I've, you know, my experience in the past, maybe it's changed now. Anyway, I like them. I reached out to them because they made a funny video, um, about the longest word in the German dictionary, which is insane. I mean, it's like 80 characters long. And, uh, I shared their video and, you know, this is kind of how a lot of things work these days, which is so funny. It's just such a different world than it ever used to be. And I reached out to them and I said, um, like, hey, Deutsche Welle, you know, showcase me and I'll show you the the real Germans. Just making a joke on like, you know, your channel's called Meet the Germans. I do a German bit, like a German character that makes fun of all these really German behaviors. And maybe we can do something uh, together. And uh, Rachel, the host of that channel, immediately responded uh, wrote me a message, said, hey, we love your stuff. Um, we followed each other's channels and uh, we had a phone call yesterday. Me on a phone call with Deutsche Welle, which is pretty cool. Uh, and we're going to do something together. Um, nothing's in stone. We had one phone call. We do definitely want to do something, you know, really just straightforward. I'm basically going to make a video uh, that they can license on their channel and then we can all share it together and have like both of our names uh, on the uh, on the product, which is pretty cool. Um, and something like that, you know, the honor of being able to be associated with such a nice, such a nice big organization, um, is more than enough for me. Like I didn't, I, I, for me, that's really cool. I I'm excited to do that. Um, and in addition to that also, because all these things are really new, um, like I know people like my mom might not see these kinds of informations, uh, herself on social media because I mean I know that most people um, and this is no offense but most people her age are still looking uh, you know generally at things on Facebook uh, my generation's big on Instagram and then now you know the younger guys are on TikTok and I'm kind of sp split in between there um, I don't post a lot of the information about how my Instagram is doing over on Facebook because I would have to do it separately 
um, some videos get shared, like the the character things. But uh, for those who don't know, what I'm trying to say, for those who don't know, is that um, my Instagram channel recently crossed 300,000 followers. Um, and normally I don't like or want to talk about that sort of thing, um, but I can't help but obviously be aware of that. Uh, and I'm very grateful. So uh, thank you, <laughs> first off. Um, like if, if any of you are, again, are here because of that and you've ever so graciously been able, been someone who's enjoyed what I've done and like followed me because of that, thank you. Um, because you're helping me kind of fulfill some dreams uh, that I wasn't able to do before I started, you know, being funny. <laughs> I mean, being funny, you know, professionally, I guess is what I'm kind of doing now. Uh, I'm making, you know, making career choices out of these the success of these videos and it's all because of you guys so thank you um yeah next to Deutsche Welle something really cool that happened um there is a pretty big cola company uh called Fritz Cola which um I love how German that sounds Fritz Cola uh, but Fritz Cola uh followed me on Instagram and they're a huge I mean they're in several different countries they're like a big <laughs> they're like a big coke company um and I just, I took a screenshot of where it said like that they follow you and I shared it in my stories and I was like, oh my God, like I'm ascending. This is crazy. I'm so happy. And they wrote me too. Like they said the nicest thing that has been said to me probably ever about these videos. And they said, finally, somebody's funny in Germany. And I was like, okay. All right. This is where I'm going to stop, by the way. This is where I'm going to draw the line on talking about this stuff because I, I really... I hate if it starts to get into me thinking that I'm, I don't want to sound like pretentious. I'm very grateful, really, really, really grateful. Um, and I really, really don't want to like get into a thing where it's like, God, shut up, Jordan. I want to stop before it gets to that part. Um, but they also, we talked about maybe doing a video together. So maybe that would be also like a paid partnership um, with a company that I like, a company that you know can support, German you know, cola company. Um, I like me some cola. I'm a good old American boy. Um, for a lot of people too, I've also heard that they, Fritz Cola replaced their taste for Coca-Cola, which is a big leap. And, uh, I'm, I would love to, you know, take that to whatever step I can possibly take it to. Uh, but yeah, cool. So there's the updates. There's the guests coming up. There's the, you know, next steps with video projects. Um, Oh, before I forget, I've um, got, I'm in the process now of making a video. I feel like I'm so out of breath. I hope it doesn't come off that way to you guys. I'm trying to like keep my my inhales off the mic as much as possible, but I really feel like I, I'm a little pressed for time and I have so much to say. So um, I hope it doesn't come off too like stressful. Um, uh, yeah, one last thing was that um, I'm finishing a project for the shoe company Crocs. Uh, I, I took, I showed a picture, or I showed a video to my mom, uh, I think last week, of the shoes. And it's so funny. I mean, it's, I'm wearing them right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's so funny that this new outlet for me getting, you know, contacts from brands um, from these videos is happening now because there's some things I never, ever, ever in a million years. I mean, and I've, I mean, I don't, I don't even think this is mean to say. I just, there's some things I just never had interest in trying. Some things I never had interest in um, just didn't appeal to me generally. 
Um, and one of them was, you know, the shoe Crocs, probably because of where I've, where I come from. You know, like when, I remember when Crocs first came out, uh, I was in middle school or high school or something, or when they first came to Mississippi, at least. And the kind of people that bought Crocs were just the type of people that I didn't really find myself being comfortable associated with. And I'll just leave it like that. I just didn't really want to be the person who also had Crocs if they had Crocs. Um, and I didn't really get, you know, I, I get that shoes, some shoes are just inherently comfortable. Like some of these big, you know, clunky white nineties remake new balances look super comfortable, but not so appealing to me. Um, although, you know, who knows what's going to happen in five years, probably I'm going to be covered in new balance gear. I feel like everything changes so much. I can't keep any promises to myself. Like I'll never do this. Like maybe it's good to just never be the guy who says I'll never do something. Cause I mean, I'm in, I'm in Germany you know, slowly making a career out of mocking Germans on Instagram. That's probably not something I would have said I'll never do because I didn't even know it existed. Um, so it's probably a good lesson moving forward. But uh, yeah, I just didn't like the vibe. And uh, but here we are. They they reach you know we they reached out. Um, and because of that, they sent me a pair of Crocs, and they're so comfortable. It's unbelievable. I wear them so much right now. <laughs> Um, they're like my good house and garden shoe, which is also like the German thing. They're normally like the garden shoe for the Germans. Uh, so it fits, it, it fits and matches. And I, I made a, I made a draft for a first video, had some things to fix. I made a second draft. Now we're waiting for the feedback and we'll, we'll see, we'll see if they like it. Hopefully they do. Um, and either way it's put me in contact with a good, um, platform that showcases what they call like a media packet. Uh, and that's a bit like a, um, what's a good way to describe a media packet? But like it put me onto a, a third party platform that is connected to sort of like ad agencies in a sense, it's like, you know, social media partners that connect creators with brands. And it, it's, um, it has like an, it has like a, an AI thing that goes and looks at your channels and puts all your info there for people to look at and select you if they think it's a good fit. So it's kind of like creates this media packet of like this many followers, this much engagement, this many people look at the stories, here's where they're based, you know, just like an info thing. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. And I think probably that's like, the, how many, how long have I even, I mean, it's 20 minutes in, I haven't even talked about the main issue today. So I apologize for that. The main, main, main thing I want to get to today. And so let's just jump right into it. The main story today is that, uh, due to these, this new engagement with the videos, uh, I've been, uh, what's the way, what's the way to say this? Um, like I've been so humbly offered to go take part in a couple of different activities simply based on the return of me making uh, Instagram posts about it. So on paper, you know, that is what they call influencing. But I don't really love that term because I don't think I fit into that world. Like I, if you heard my Amsterdam episode about that, you know, there are people who like, that is what they do. That is how they define their career. That's how they define their personality. Um, you know, their, their luxury lifestyle, food, travel, like all these different phones and cameras and outfits and taking pictures of the food and different lights and turning it around and organizing it. And, oh, check out my drip, check out my fit. And like, that's cool. That's what they do. That's, you know, that that's, there's a market for that, obviously. 
Um, it's just not my thing. I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to be funny and, uh, being put into that world, uh, is, uh, new for me and sometimes really weird, but also, um, <laughs> a lot of fun. I gotta say it's a lot of fun because it's, it's, a being in a, in a place I never would have expected with people I never would have expected to meet, uh, with no expectation, like I have, it's going there completely blind bird box style, just kind of putting my hands out, trying to find the, re- the, the lifeboat, you know? And uh, the first one, yeah, was the Amsterdam trip, which I talked all about two episodes ago. You can check it out. Um, but this week is about the trip that I just got back from. Uh, let's see. I got back like two days ago. And it was to Berlin. I went to Berlin uh, in the you know, more northern part of Germany. Um, normally about a six-hour drive from Munich, but now they have this very fast train. So it's like just about four hours. Very fast. Um, pretty cool. And they, yeah, I, you know, I've, people who know the show, I, I talked about all that process. Like it was, you know, the Berlin Music Video Awards. They wanted me to go and attend, but they just wanted to offer free tickets. And I told them I really can't just, you know, buy train tickets and a hotel and stuff just to go. It's going to lose too much money. And then they offered, well, we can put you in a hotel for the time that you're there. And then it kind of balanced out like, okay, well, if I get the train tickets, then I'm only losing like this much money, but I save it on the hotel um, and now, now I can go do it. So went to, yeah, on the 16th last Friday, I took a train, took the, the fast train up to Berlin and uh, it was, this experience was so crazy. Like, so I don't want to be, I mean, I don't want to come off mean, but it was like, if you were being stereotypical and making a, a, a joke, like a very, very obvious joke about what people, especially who have been there before, what people might expect or think or imagine about Berlin when you go there, it was all of that and so much more, but it was all of that. I mean, it was so funny to arrive and I checked into the hotel and then um, went out and got some dinner. And, you know, what was cool is that a lot of friends now have moved back to Berlin from having lived elsewhere. Like I've talked about, um, you know, our friends Basti and Guy, they were living in Munich, then they moved to Lisbon. Now, they've, now they've moved back to Berlin, so they were there. Um, you know, we have friends, Mary, um, uh, our friend uh, Kasha, who's a really really successful fashion designer. She's like, she has a meeting with the lead woman of Vogue like this week or something crazy. I mean, she's doing extremely well, like crazy. How crazy is it to know someone who's a fashion designer, creates her own completely original outfits and is like now in a, I don't know, some sort of meeting. I don't know if it's like a showcase or something with the lead, like this woman, I got to figure out who, let's see, owner of Vogue. This woman, uh, no, no. Who's the CEO of Vogue? Who's that? Is it Dame Anna? Oh, Anna Wintour. Of course. Of course. Anna Wintour. Dame Anna Wintour. Um, she is who the movie The Devil Wears Prada is based on. That's who Meryl Street plays is, is Anna Wintour. That's who our friend is going to meet with soon. Anyway, that's anecdotal. But um, yeah. So anyway, they were in town. I just think that's crazy. Um, so all of these people were in town. So I had some free tickets. We brought some friends, you know, um, <laughs> there was a funny thing 
we got there and it was like the two nights that I was invited, one night would be all this group of friends together and the next night I would go alone. And the night with everybody together, the theme was, um, what was the theme? Uh, oh, like kinky, dark, witchy, which is so like, you might as well have just said, come Berlin style. Cause you get there and everybody is in these like leather straps with like, you know, the first performance of like introducing the event of the night was like a completely topless woman dancing down the, dancing on the stage down the aisle of the event, like with these whips and like, you know, belly straps and heels and fishnets. And all of us were there, you know, like not in costume. I mean, everybody else, most people were dressed pretty, pretty specific to the event's theme. And there was a lot of people there that were just there because maybe their uh, music or their video was up for an award. But I should also paint like a kind of a clearer picture. So from the emails and from the interactions uh, and from the font and like the presentation of the event in general, I kind of thought, oh, you know, this is like, a, this is like a big, this is a big event. This is going to be in some sort of theater there's going to be like, uh, maybe there's going to be these expectations with chandeliers and curtains and like, I should get a really nice outfit. There's going to be like, you know, road seating. Uh, maybe there's kind of a nice bar where they have like cocktails or martinis or something. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be like Met Gala, but I thought I had different expectations, right? I thought this is going to be like kind of a formal, semi-formal thing. And then they said kinky, witchy, dark. And I was like, that's funny that they would off, they would suggest these kinds of themes for an event like this. But okay, and then we go there and it's hosted in, yes, a nice, but still pretty traditional like rock venue. So it's, you know, fitting, maybe standing, maybe like 400 people, 300 people, uh, but seated, it was more like, you know, 150 or something. And it was like one long building. There was like an entrance and then you kind of turned a corner and there was a big open room with the chairs and the projector and the sound equipment. Then there was the bar you could take a left. You could go outside parallel to the to the venue. They had like a uh, like a lot uh, that connected with two different doors. You could be outside under these uh, big umbrella tent things, and they had tables. They had like a stage. They had an info desk. All this stuff. The first night was raining, so we also like everyone kind of felt pushed inside in a way. Um, and we yeah, I went to the info desk. Uh, you know, grabbed the drink tickets, grabbed the, the the my little VIP press pass or whatever, met everybody. And this is where, like, I should also mention, the craziest thing about this two-day trip was it was the first time ever in my life that I started to really see the, 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 the actual um, result behind what this many followers means. Um, it's the first time that I ever in my, and I really, I have to say it like this because it's just the truth, but it was the first time that I ever felt like kind of famous. And that's weird. That's so, that's like, and it's for something that I have, you know, it's like for being kind of goofy in a sense. Like, I don't know how to explain it better, but I, uh, you know, like arriving at the Berlin station and taking my first step out into the sidewalk, I immediately ran into a girl who was beaming and she was so kind. And she was like, I, I'm, I love your videos. You're so funny. Like all these really, really, really sweet things. And I like shook her hand and her name was Carla. I remember. And we, you know, we met and it was so nice. And she went away. It's like, have fun, have a great time in Berlin. I was like, thank you. Thank you. And then uh, going on further, then it was like another person here, another person stopped. Can I get a photo? Can we? And it was like a hand, you know, like a few people before even dinner time. And then 
someone in the restaurant recognized me. And then we went to the event and then it was like constantly. I went to the info desk. There were four women working the info desk, giving me the you know info about the tickets and the drinks. All of them were like, oh my God, you're the Prince of Germany guy. You're the guy from Instagram or TikTok with the videos. All of them knew my face at least, you know, and it was so like rewarding and so exciting as I was like, oh man, like not only was I invited here uh, because I can help spread awareness of the event, but I'm invited here because they know me because they want to have me around here. That's a really different feeling than I've ever had before. That's very, very new. And uh, we basically went inside, then we got some drinks, and then I was kind of back and forth between people and the group of friends. Like, I was trying to go to this, there was like a back bar where I could get, um, like, hard seltzers for free, so I just kept dipping back there to get them, um, and every time I would go back, I would get stopped by somebody who loves what I do, and, like, I've never taken photos with people. I mean, in all of the concerts that I have ever played, from the biggest ones of like almost 3,000 people to the smallest ones of like 10. Maybe I could count the amount of times I've had someone ask for a picture with me on like maybe two hands out of all those concerts, like years and years and years and years of concerts. Probably I can count on two hands how many times someone's been like, can I get a photo with you? Uh, It just doesn't happen for like, you know, an unknown indie musician. And now it was... I had more people asking for a photo in that first day in Berlin uh, than I've probably ever had in my life. I mean, it was unbelievable. And it's such a crazy feeling and so exciting to know like, oh, well, this is where things are happening. Like, this is where people, uh, this is like the result of that uh, work that I'm putting into the content. That's crazy. That's so great to see that. Um, But then, yeah, you know, the performances of the, there was like some wild you know, wild left field performances. Um, this woman wearing like nipple pasties and like alien face paint. It's very hard to describe how she looked, but just like a, like kind of a, like an oiled up alien leg with like bruised eyeballs. Uh, just kind of, she was like literally writhing around on the stage floor with a bunch of led lights. Um, but you know, that's kind of what I went there to see, wasn't it? You know, that's kind of what I went there to get a taste of. That's not what I'm, that's not what I have here at home in Munich. I went there to get a big old chunky, juicy, greasy burger bite of Berlin. And that's what I got head on, man. They shoved it in. And then they had, they've showed crazy music videos with crazier music stuff. I've never, you know, that's also kind of a benefit is stuff I'd never, ever, ever, ever would have heard on my own accord. I never would have picked up something like that and been like, let's just see what it's like. But if you're there with everybody and it's just the event, you know, and uh, yeah, I took some, I took a lot of pictures with people. I took some, some videos of like what was going on at the event. Um, And then, yeah. And then the whole thing wrapped up at midnight. Everybody was nice and toasty. Everyone had a nice handful of drinkies uh, and then everyone walked over to this um, food stand where, again, another person recognized me. Um, and we ordered some, you know, junk food, some midnight junk food. And then everybody went home, which I was a little surprised about, actually. Everybody, all these old friends together in Berlin for such a special event. Uh, you know, the mood, the energy is high and exciting and different. 
but everyone everyone had something to do you know everyone had to had had saturday plans except us um so you know went back to the hotel um next day was pretty calm just like I, and i can't emphasize this enough like leading up to the uh opening of the event was just a crazy constant feeling of um like i'm i'm gonna be seen you know i kept like looking for spots to kind of chill and if it was a group of, if there was a busy street or something, I kind of felt like, well, I can't be there because then I can't be invisible, which was the, again, so stupid to even think this because it's not like, um, it's not like a worldwide fame thing, but it was just, I should mention, um, when things started to get really insane, like the, the, the noticeability in Berlin, I looked at my, um, you can look at your analytics and you can see kind of like this media kit thing that I, I described, you can see, um, where, your audience is based the most and who they are and what age they are and whatever. So you can try and sort of target that, uh, you know, you have the ability to target that if you want to, or, you know, if you have the, if you want any, yeah, it doesn't matter. You can learn where your audience is. Um, and yeah, obviously the majority of them are based in Berlin. Not a surprise at all. The majority of people that follow what I do are based in Berlin. And then the next was Munich, I think. And then um, maybe Hamburg london strangely and then the states so you know that's kind of a funny top five i thought it would i thought the whole top five would be uh germany in general but i'd also i also thought number one was going to be munich but no you know the most is in berlin and then it made sense later it's because of the enormous international um the enormous um you know population of international people living in berlin makes total sense um people who all these expats living there mocking the German way of life or, you know, mutually finding some sort of comfort in each other's struggles, you know, feeling like part of a team. Yeah. So, you know, the second day, you know, was out shopping a bit in the city and in the Mitte area. Um, same things, um, you know, getting some food as well. Funny enough, went to a um, like a sort of a small street side food, uh, like a, not, not restaurant really, but just kind of like a inside food stand called Bavarian Hot Dog. And I was like, of all the things to get while I'm in Berlin for one last day, I go to Bavarian Hot Dog. But it was pretty good, actually. Uh, back at the hotel, some downtime, uh, watched some TV that I had downloaded on my laptop, took a long shower, you know, just like kind of, I just got my got myself back in, in order a little bit. And then, um, yeah, I went back alone to the event after dinner, and it, that was a really nice evening, um, much less crazy than, well, I, I should say my, what I, my, my, what I participated in, in terms of like, you know, booze or whatever was, was much less crazy than the night before. Um, just like a couple of hard seltzers and then mostly just some water. I just didn't really feel like partying, partying. Um, but again, so many people meeting me, being so friendly. I talked to someone from the staff, um, Monica, for a long time. Um, got to meet the the woman, um, Kalisa, that brought me into the event from Instagram originally. Um, I assured them that I was taking. I mean, it's so funny. Like when you when the organizers talk to you, you I, I sort of get this pressure of like I should let them know that I am definitely doing my part and like taking a lot of videos and stories. Um, so I made sure to tell them and then they were so cool about it. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we know it's fine. You know, like no stress. Um, and 
then we just chatted about life in general and about, you know, Germany. And um, it was really, really cool. It was a really nice evening. And then they, the the only wild, wild thing I would say was that they kicked off the second evening, the final evening with a fashion show. And it was just, I mean, it was like a Dungeons and Dragons fantasy opera, you know, <laughs> uh, on the dunes of Satan's volcano in Mordor. Like all this crazy, like horned helmets with vines and tattooed necks and, you know, fishnet stri- stripped and torn and latex devil wings and people like singing heavy metal uh, and like, I don't, it was like Alice in Wonderland meets, um, Lil Nicky somehow. Like it was just all this crazy, like dirty, grimy, crazy stuff. Um, and I took a lot of videos of it and it was pretty crazy. Um, but I had a good time. Yeah. And then, um, you know, got back, there was a huge after party. They were really promoting, at the event on Saturday, but I was so socialed out. I had talked to so many people. It was so my social battery was at such an all-time low. Um, finally called it, dipped out after the event. Uh, only say goodbye to one of the people, I think. But then I wrote the other person later on Instagram. They were very nice. Um, got an Uber back to the hotel and uh, got up for an, an annoyingly early train back to Munich the next day. Got up at like six and got the uh, eight a.m. train back to Munich. Um, but then was back for lunch on Sunday and, um, yeah, it was just nice to sort of like recollect and take some, you know, be back in my, in my calm, uh, my calm home with my little garden and just kind of like, okay, you know, it's really nice. It's always fun to visit Berlin or to visit other cities. Um, but I like visiting them and then going home and just having like my peace and quiet, uh, maybe it's just getting older, but it's something that I enjoy. And uh, yeah, that was the main brunt of the story I wanted to share. Um, I realize now it's kind of funny. I spent like 20 minutes prepping uh, all the stuff that had that was leading up to this uh, episode. And now I am like, I spent 20 minutes telling the episode. So um, kind of a funny balance there. But um, yeah, Funny trip, funny thing. Uh, maybe it's going to be bigger and bigger and wilder next year is what they were promoting. Maybe I can go back. Um, I should mention, I see in my description, so I, I prepped the description for this episode before I wrote it because I knew I wanted to talk about some of the things I listed. And um, it says uh, in the show notes, a bunch of sn- sniffing bathroom snorters. And uh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. There was just like an abundance of abundance of people taking drugs like crazy and like you know i don't know i always kind of feel like if people are going to do that you might want to try a little bit to be kind of subtle about it but i guess it's just berlin man they had bathroom stalls in the men's room full of like four or five people women alike all together Everybody, like whenever I went to pee, all of the bathroom stall doors were locked. You could see the little red mark from green to red, like, you know, occupied. Sometimes you'd see like six, six feet, you know, whatever, you know, three pairs of feet, four pairs of feet down there under the door, talking at full volume, like talking as if they're outside, you know, completely like with loud music playing, just full volume, snorting, sniffing, swallowing, you know whatever, just crazy. I was like, I have not been around this kind of environment 
uh, much at all. I mean, I've been around, you know, playing with music, playing like rock music and traveling around. You're, you're around that stuff sometimes, but like, not like this, you know, not like so blatantly. Like, I'm sure as a complete stranger, I could have just walked in there and just been like, hey, could I participate? And they would have been like, yeah, sure, man. You like heavy metal? Ah, you know, do you dance with the devil, buddy? <laughs> you know, I'm sure they would have done that. You know, it's just such a funny, such a funny place. Um, and comparatively, comparatively, my life is so much more tame uh, than that now. But I love dipping a toe into that world, just kind of remembering like what other people do, you know, like what is the other the other chapters of life and how do they participate and then stepping back out, you know, and just kind of going like, Phew, okay, I've seen it, you know, I can, I can log it, I can tap it, I can, I can, I can apply it to something, I can apply it to a story, or uh, try and use it for a video or a song or something. And uh, also funny, I didn't even hesitate about not using German in Berlin. In Munich, I feel like I always have the thought first of I need to speak uh, German and then I get anxious and then I, if I try it I try it to a point and then I switch usually if things are too complicated um, unless it's a small very easy conversation that I've already rehearsed then it's no problem but in Berlin didn't even consider it didn't even think about it one time I just spoke English to absolutely everyone even the most abundantly obvious Germans I just spoke English at them and they all just responded in English and I was like man imagine the imagine the the world I would have experienced had I moved to Berlin and not Munich. It'd be a totally different thing. Like such a crazy, just very, very different cities, people. That's all. That's what I'm trying to say in the end. It's very, very different cities. Um, all right, guys, I think I'm going to wrap things up here. This has been super fun. If you enjoyed today's episode, if you, oh, I, I should say, by the way, thank you to the Berlin Music Video Awards for inviting me to your festival. Um, yes, for me, it was crazy and wild and stuff, but that's kind of what I wanted it to be. It was a really fun time and I'm very grateful to have been a part of it. And, uh, yeah, if you guys do it again, make sure to let me know and I will definitely come back. That's want to make that very clear. Um, but yeah, if you enjoyed today's show, you know, please subscribe, share and like it really, really, really helps me. It helps grow this, uh, fan base or this, this listener base, you know, it helps like grow the artsy fartsy family. So let's do that together. If you enjoy the videos I make, if you're, you know, someone also who's living in Germany, learning how to survive here, uh, and you find some sort of comfort in what I do, then, you know, please share it, subscribe, like all that stuff. There's links in the description if you want to support the show. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Look out, baby, the saints are coming Artsy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5.